Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Lord, I pray that the Holy Spirit would highlight those to us as well. And Lord, we pray that everyone would learn tonight, that I would learn, Chad, Pastor Don, Kevin, all of us, all those who download in the future would learn from the Word of God tonight. And Lord, we pray that we would be able to read and bring you glory through our reading and our teaching. And I pray, Lord, for all those who have needs tonight, that the mighty Lord Jesus Christ, the great physician and the great healer and the one who blesses with all blessings, I pray, Lord Jesus, you meet their needs. So be it. Amen. 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 Is uh, anybody in the chat room before we get started into these um, these pseudepigrapha books? Has anybody got any prayer requests or or um, questions? Give you a chance to speak out before we get started. I'll wait for a few minutes. Oh, um, brother, brother Chad, if you would, and I don't know, is there? How many guests are there in the chat room? Uh, well, we've got uh, Brother Holler, Papa Cat, Pete, guest six, and guest seven. So that makes five oh, total. Six and seven. Um, I was just wondering if any of them are new. I don't know that, so I don't think we'll go ahead. We'll read the first part, the very first chapter, the first few verses. I think we'll just skip that tonight. It's always good if you got new guests to have them, let them understand that this book was written for the last generation. Mm-hmm. You understand? That's the reason yeah. I'm going to go back there. It's not going to hurt anyway. Brother Chad, go back to the first of the book and I'll read the first part of it, okay? So they'll okay. know that this uh, extra-canonical book, um, what it was written for, and it's amazing. But go ahead and read it. Okay. That's chapter one, correct? Yes, chapter one. The first, I'll tell you when to stop. Okay. Book of Enoch, chapter one. The words of the blessing of Enoch wherewith he blessed the elect and righteous, who will be living in the day of tribulation, when all the wicked and godless are to be removed. All right, stop stop right there. Let me just, let's let's just think about something for just a second. Now, this book was found in the Dead Sea Scrolls. And it's, there's no doubt that the New Testament Christians read it because it's uh, quoted by Jude and inferred by some of the other writers. But to think that you've got the words the tribulation and this part, this end generation in the in this book that was found in what when was the Dead Sea Scrolls found? Oh, 40, 47. 47, yeah. I think it was about 46, 47, 48, right in there somewhere. But to think that this comes out of the cave, and then it's in the very first part of it. And I mean, there was copies of the book of Ink before the Dead Sea Scrolls. but And it was the Ethiopian, the, the Ethiopian church and the Coptic church considered it scripture. But everybody frowned on it all through the church age and everything, what happened is the Catholics got rid of it. That's, that's the one. If you want to blame it on somebody, blame it on them. At the Council of Nicaea, it was rejected. Okay? But anyway, the thing about it is, it pops up all of a sudden. That's a good reason to read it. Uh, absolutely. If it, you got that right, brother. <laughs> 
when 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 them sap suckers reject something, it's good it's good to take a dive in and find out what they're rejecting. Amen. They reject truth is what they reject. So, um, but anyway, brother Chad, keep on uh, keep on reading it. So this is a day of tribulation. So go ahead. Okay. And he took up his parable and said, Enoch, a righteous man, whose eyes were opened by God, saw the vision of the Holy One in the heavens, which the angels showed me, and from them I heard everything. From them I understood as I saw, but not for this generation, but for a remote one, which is for to come. Concerning the elect, I said, and took up my parable concerning them. Yep, for a generation which was for to come, and he was he was right about it being a long ways off. That's a, that's a, that's amazing. That's an amazing statement. And here we are today in the 21st century, and uh, still waiting on the consummation of the ages. Wow. Anyway, okay. Also, um, I want to. Um, to reiterate about the Tower of Babel in Genesis chapter 11 when they're building the Tower of Babel it makes a few um, statements that are very profound it talks of the angels that come down and walk around and see what they were doing and all the nations spoke the same language it was a it was a consolidated literal quote unquote one world order it was before the lands were divided everybody spoke the same language and while Nimrod was building this sucker, these angels said, man, this is a paraphrase. If we let them continue, they'll do whatever they imagine. These folks will be able to do anything they imagine to do. I underlined that verse 30-something years ago. It jumped out at me, and it's still underlined in my first Bible. That jumped out at me. The implications of that. Well, most people just read over, blah, 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 blah. I knew that it, that it was a big deal. And that's before I knew it. That's before I, you know, that was um, when I was a young Christian. But the Spirit of God said, underline this. And it jumped out at me. Do anything they imagine to do. Well, they're, they're all speaking one language. Everybody's got together. All the nations are together. That, see, that's what is trying to be counterfeited today by the Luciferians. And it looks like the Lord has given us a reprieve here in North America and put a stop, put a cup, put a um, piece of metal in the cogs of the wheel and stop the wheel for the time being. And um, whether, some of you, whether some of you that hear this broadcast believe that or not, that's... Um, your prerogative, but I am thoroughly convinced. The Lord's the one in charge of who he's put over to rule you. If you don't know that, you haven't read the book of Daniel. That the Lord puts in and takes out whomsoever he will. And I hear Bible-believing Christians sit around arguing about who's going to be what and never understanding the Lord puts in and takes out whomsoever he will to be leaders. That he's in control of that. It's all part of the plan. And the way things were going, we were pale-mail headed to hell into the new world order, and then all of a sudden pops up all these 
prophecies about somebody like Cyrus and back in 2011 the Trump prophecy no in 2011 I I don't know if you guys but did any of y'all in 2011 hear a whisper about Donald Trump No No neither did I I did You did you hear or you in 2011 you heard about him going to run for president Uh yeah, he he was denying it because people were saying about oh, it. Oh, okay, okay. He was okay. mentioning he was mentioning it on his show because he had a television show at that time, and he came out and said, he said, "No, I'm not going to run." Hmm. So yeah, it was pretty well known oh, that people were pro- were pressing him to run. Well, the reason I didn't hear about it is because they didn't watch TV. <laughs> okay, so um, I did back I then. So I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know about it. That's but he anyway. Was, he was a, all of a sudden, this guy comes out and writes prophetic books about the that it that um, said the spirit of God showed him that Donald Trump be president. So far, so far, that's what um, reason we're talking about this. That's the first time I ever seen anybody make any kind. Of, I've heard all kind of prophecies. Okay, though the Lord's anointed me to say this, and I've got this word of knowledge, and blah 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 blah. This is the only one that I've ever seen in my adult Christian life, 44 years of Christian life, that's the first one I've ever seen actually come to pass. And that's the key mark the Lord says, the way you judge. If somebody's telling the truth or not, if somebody says something's going to happen and it don't happen, they're a liar or false prophet. Well, this wasn't no false prophet this guy did. But anyway, he put Donald Trump in, and it's probably God, God. It probably God's last act of mercy on North America. The Lord didn't want all the New World Order to come flowing in with Hillary Clinton. And just like God used Nebuchadnezzar and Cyrus, pagan kings that had that was bad, that they worshipped idols. All kind of bad stuff, everything, everybody would shun it. God called them his servants. Nebuchadnezzar and Cyrus called them his servants. Even called Pharaoh his servant. See, the father is in the habit of using Satan to glorify himself. And some, uh, some, some people have a hard time getting their head wrapped around that. That he'll take wicked people and use them for his glory. But he, he like I said, he said there's, there's case after case after case of this happening. Because all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the call according to his purpose. For that to take place, he has to be able to use everybody. Plus, he's God Almighty. He created everything. And without him, there was nothing created. He's in charge of it all. He just gives a little rope to the old friend of the family whenever he wants to lets him hang himself right now it's looking rough all across this plain with the wickedness that's everywhere it make you sick to go out in the streets and see what's going on but it's necessary that this wickedness come it has to it has to come Christ said it's impossible that offenses come but woe to the man to whom they come, see, which kicks it back into the personal relationship with God between you and the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. But anyway, 
the Lord put a stop to it for the time being, and probably is, more than likely. People are a lot more spiritual than I am. Think that it's God's last act of mercy, more than likely God's last act of mercy for North America. It's a time to repent. It's a time to get your house in order. It's a time to do what you said you was going to do for the Lord and didn't do. It's a time to separate yourself from the Laodicean spirit of this age. Amen. Absolutely time to do that. I just wonder, I know how Christians are. I'm one of them. Been there, done that. I know how easy it is to get fired up about something, and then I, and it right after it, right after it uh, takes place, and all the hullabaloo and the freshness wears off, you forget about it. That's why I'm bringing this subject up. That's the first time I've ever seen a mass prayer vigils, and seen the Lord honor, and seen something happen as impossible as the election of Donald Trump. I, it blew my mind. It shouldn't have, though, because the Lord can do anything he wants to do. I mean, we fasted and prayed. We don't talk about it enough. Do I think with all his wicked background, he's the model Christian? Of course not. I just, if I, if I, if I were you, I would keep a check on what's coming down with him since the Lord's the one that put him in there if the book of Daniel's true and the Lord sets into those seats of authority whomsoever he will wouldn't hurt just keep a little check on it might be a way to give us a heads up on what's in the future anyway after having said that back at the Tower of Babel they were punished not only did God changed their language to where they were all confused and nobody knew what the other one was saying and and put a halt to it, but they were punished according to the book of Jasher. Now, the book of Jasher is another extra-canonical pseudepigrapha book that's not in the canon, but it's referenced two or three times in the Old Testament. Joshua makes reference to the book of Jasher. And I think a couple more times it's made reference to. Also, I think it's referenced by Moses. So let's, Brother Chad, well, you're there in Jasher. I think, well, I think it's the last chapter. If you would, just read the last chapter for us in the book of Jasher. I don't think it's that long. Brother Dave's got that one. Oh, okay. Oh, about the um, apes and that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want me to read any about the building of the tower? Oh, yes, of the yes. Tower? Okay. yes. Okay, so I'll start at verse 22. And they, uh, chapter 9 of Jasher, verse 22. And they all went before the king, and they told the king these words. And the king agreed with them in this affair, and he did so. And all the families assembled, consisting of about 600,000 men. And they went to seek an extensive piece of ground to build the city and the tower. And they sought in the whole earth, and they found none like one valley at the east of the land of Shinar, about two days' walk. And they journeyed there, and they dwelt there. 
And they began to make bricks and burn fires to build the city and the tower that they had imagined to complete. And the building of the tower was unto them a transgression and a sin. And they began to build it. And whilst they were building against the Lord of God, Lord God of heaven, they imagined in their hearts to war against him and to ascend into heaven. And all these people and all the families divided themselves in three parts. The first said, we will ascend into heaven and fight against him. The second said, we will ascend to heaven and place our own gods there and serve them. And the third part said, we will ascend to heaven and smite him with bows and spears. And God knew all their works and all their evil thoughts. Stop right there for just a second, brother. Now, these people, a lot of people think that, oh, they just didn't have no sense and they built this thing. No, they they really intended to do what they were set out to do. In other words, they understood that the, to get through the firmament, they didn't have to go that far as compared to what mainstream Christianity thinks. They didn't. They 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 were going to reach up into heaven or through the firmament. I would. This is just my opinion. Okay, I would think that somehow Nimrod got his hands on some kind of information to where he knew where the windows of heaven were in the firmament. Probably there's one right over the valley of Shinar. You know. Probably, you know, the, you know, the, uh, the firmament does have windows, the windows of heaven. You did know that, right? Not a metaphor, it's true. That's what the Word of God says. It poured out water. Amen. The windows of heaven opened and poured out all that water from the water above us and from the water that's below us, underneath where those folks live that we don't know nothing about. But they, 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 they really believed in the angels that walked. Brother uh, Chad, go to Genesis 11. Okay. Start at verse 1. Genesis 11 and 1 says, And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass, as they journeyed from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. They said one to another, Go to, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, and slime had they for mortar. And they said, Go to, let us build us a city and a tower, whose top may reach unto heaven. And let us make a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower, which the children of men builded. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language. And this they begin to do. Now nothing will be restrained from them, which they have imagined to do. There is that verse. Nothing shall be restrained from them that they imagine to do, unless the Lord intervenes. The Lord did intervene, is 
we're going to see here when Brother Dave finishes up finishes that chapter in in, uh, in Jasher. So there, so we see that the Book of Enoch is or the Book of Jasher is right in line with Genesis 11 so far. Gives uh, it's a more detailed account in Jasher. Maybe it was added, but you know maybe what we're reading here in Jasher is absolute fact, and maybe it's a little added to it. We don't know for sure. Anyway, the Holy Spirit didn't see fit to put it in the canon, but still, it's in line with Scripture so far. Brother Dave. And smite him with bows and spears, and God knew all their works and all their evil thoughts. And he saw the city and the tower which they were building, And when they were building, they built themselves a great city and a very high and strong tower. And on account of its height, the mortar and bricks did not reach the builders in their ascent to it until those who went up had completed a full year. And after that, they reached to the builders and gave them the mortar and the bricks. Thus was it done daily. And behold, these ascended and others descended the whole day. And if a brick should fall from their hands and get broken, they would all weep over it. And if a man fell and died, none of them would look at him. And the Lord knew their thoughts, and it came to pass when they were building, they cast the arrows toward heaven, heavens, and all the arrows fell upon them, upon them filled with blood. And when they saw them, they said to each other, Surely we have slain all those that are in heaven. For this was from the Lord, in order to cause them to err, or err, and in order to destroy them from off the face of the ground. And they built the tower and the city, and they did this thing daily until many days and years were elapsed. And God said to the seventy angels who stood foremost before him to those who were near to him saying come let us descend and confuse their tongues that one man shall not understand the language of his neighbor and they did so unto them and from that day following they forgot each man his neighbor's tongue and they could not understand to speak in one tongue and when the builder took from the hands of his neighbor lime or stone, which he did not order, the builder would cast it away and throw it upon his neighbor, that he would die. And they did so many days, and they killed many of them in this manner. And the Lord smote the three divisions that were there, and he punished them according to their works and designs. Those who said, we will ascend to heaven and serve our gods, became like apes and elephants. And those who said, We will smite the heaven with arrows, the Lord killed them. One man threw the hand of his neighbor, and the third division of those who said, We will ascend to heaven and fight against him, the Lord scattered them throughout the earth. Okay. That's good enough. That's... um. That's the account in Jasher of Genesis 11. Just wanted to yes. uh, say, if there, if the Lord made some of them like elephants, if, if anybody is familiar with Indian, not Indian in America, India 
European India, okay? If you're familiar with the culture and they got they got all kind they got a god for everything over there. Yes. And they got men with elephant heads and men with monkey heads. I just wonder I just wonder. Since they're so idolatrous today, they were idolatrous back then as well. And when they got turned into monkey man and elephant man, they just carried it on, carried on their culture. Even though their language got changed, they never turned to back toward the Father. Just wonder if that's what happened. I don't think it's um, by chance that they got those elephant heads, those men with elephant heads and those monkeys, those men with monkey heads over there. Don't think it's by chance that it also shows up here in Cheshire. Okay. We're going on with the astronomical view of Enoch. Brother Dave, you'll read the first chapter. Y'all just switch out each chapter, okay? Okay. Um, Okay, chapter 41. And after that I saw all the secrets of heavens, and how the kingdom is divided, and how the actions of men are weighed in the balance. And there I saw the mansions of the elect, and the mansions of the holy. And mine eyes saw there all the sinners being driven from thence, which deny the name of the Lord of Spirits, and being dragged off, and they could not abide because of the punishment which proceeds from the Lord of Spirits. It's interesting that there's a, we see that division there, right? Oh, yes, I saw that, yes. Yeah, the elect and the holy. That's right. It, it, uh, I, I saw that absolutely. And up here it says, "And after this, and all the all the secrets of heaven, and how the kingdom is divided, and how the actions of men are weighed in the balance." What's yeah. that got to do with the heavens? See, there's just a comma separates it. See. Mm-hmm. And a conjunction. The way the kingdoms are divided and the way they're weighed in the balances, the answer is Psalms 2, folks. This is the divine counsel it's talking about. Yeah. This is the divine counsel it's talking about. Guarantee it's a reference to the divine counsel. Next chapter. I wonder if Enoch saw, saw my mansion up there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I doubt if it was start, uh, the Lord didn't begin to build it till the after the resurrection. Remember? Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, we start at verse three, and there's a subheading called astronomical secrets. Verse three, chapter forty-one. And there mine eyes saw the secrets of the lightning and of the thunder and the secrets of the winds, how they are divided to blow over the earth and the secrets of the clouds and dew. And there I saw from whence they proceeded in that place and from whence they saturate the dusty earth. Notice he said how they blow over the earth and not around the earth. Yes, yeah, <laughs> over it. Ah, that's that's 
absolutely. It blow over it because it's a plane. It, it ain't no thinking mm-hmm. ball. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, brother. Verse 4. And there I saw closed chambers out of which the winds are divided. The chamber of the hail and winds, the chamber of the mist and of the clouds, and the cloud thereof hovers over the earth. I wonder, if this, is, I wonder if this is dimensional. I wonder if this is interdimensional, these chambers. Just out of the wavelength of our eye, our eyes in the light spectrum, in the spectrum we see, and I wonder if it's just a little out of the of our spectrum. I was thinking of that there's windows, and then behind the windows are these chambers. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was thinking too. But I, mm-hmm. I was also thinking that even though they're there, they may be out of our out of our visual spectrum. Yes, could be. Yeah. Oh, no, I know they're there. Go ahead, brother. Because mm-hmm. not, not only does Enoch talk about the weed windows, but stuff, so does the Word of God over and over again talks about them. Yes. From the very first book in the Bible all the way up through Isaiah into the book of Revelation. Go ahead, brother. The chamber of the mist and of the clouds, and the cloud thereof hovers over the earth from the beginning of the world. And I saw the chambers of the sun and moon, whence they proceed, and whither they come again, and their glorious return, and how one is superior to the other. That would be and, the sun over the moon, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whence they proceed, and whither they come again, and their glorious return, and how one is superior to the other, and their stately orbit, and how they do not leave their orbit, and they add nothing to their orbit, and they take nothing from it, and so they, they have keep a certain faith. orbit. They have a certain orbit. In other words, Anix telling you that the moon and the sun are what moves, not the earth. Yes. Yes. Go ahead, brother. And they keep faith with each other, in accordance with the oath by which they are bound together. So there's our first indication that their personalities. That's right. Well, you know, they're the taking oaths. It says that the moon is a her. Yes. She has female connotations. The yes. sun is a him, mm-hmm. which is a type of the Lord Jesus Christ and the bride of Christ. The sun's a type of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the moon's a type of the bride of Christ. Because we are supposed to show forth the light and love of Jesus Christ. We suppose this is the way it used to be taught. Okay, this that the sun, that the moon would reflect the, um, the sun's light, which it doesn't. Right. It's got its own light. We know that now, right. but it's been used in times past, spiritually speaking, to represent us showing forth Jesus Christ. We don't have no light of our own. The only light we have is of the sun, S-O-N, instead of S-U-N. That's the way it was taught. I'm sure some of you have heard that before. And that's still true in the sense that we have our own light, but that light within us is Him. That's correct. His Spirit. That's right. That's right. Continue on. And the 
And first the sun goes forth and traverses his path according to the commandment of the Lord of Spirits. And mighty is his name forever and ever. And after that I saw the hidden and the visible path of the moon. And she accomplishes the course of her path. See there? In the sun is a he and the moon is a she. Yes. Go ahead. She, she accomplishes the course of her path. I remember we, uh, a couple of years ago, seen a video where uh, the moon had some kind of line. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember? A demarcation was, line, yeah. Like yeah. it was mechanical or something. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if, by chance, they happened to get a picture of the path. I don't know. And hey, you come. I, I got yeah. a question or something, a comment I wanted to add, if if you will. That line <laughs> that we seen on that video, the guy didn't fully explain it, but Enoch says that the moon passes through portals, and so does yes. the sun. Yes. And so that might have been what was being witnessed. You know what? That's absolutely right, Kevin. That's absolutely right, brother. It could be uh, invisible. That portal could be invisible to us, but it would show up as being is kind of like its shadow on right, the moon. Like a, dis- a disturbance. A distortion, right. A distortion. Yeah, a distortion. Yep, yep, yep. In a straight line and as, as the moon literally passed right through the portal. That's right. That's good And stuff. it says, Enoch says that the moon gets its sun... From or gets its light from the sun, but in a roundabout way through these portals, not not in the way that uh, science would explain. Well, the moon's light is different than sunlight. The sunlight it, is she, hot, and the moonlight's cold. She, she still it's still explained in Enoch where she yeah. gets her light from okay. the sun. Okay. That's right. Then, I, I remember that, reading that. Yeah, then then that illustration of um, the bride and and. And the Lord Jesus Christ would still hold through then. Yes, even more so. Yeah. That's right. Sure would. Continue on. And she accomplishes the course of her path in that place by day and by night. The one holding a position opposite to the other before the Lord of Spirits. And they give thanks and praise and rest not. They. Mm-hmm. And they give thanks and praise and rest not. For unto them is their thanksgiving, giving rest. So they give thanksgiving, their personalities. They take oaths. Yep. And they praise. That's right. For the sun changes oft for a blessing or a curse. And the course of the path of the moon is light to the righteous and darkness to the sinners. In the name of the Lord, Hmm. who made a separation between the light and the darkness, and divided the spirits of men. And whoa, 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 yes. whoa, whoa. Divided the spirits of men. Yes. Tears and wheat. Yeah. Yeah. Something there. Yes. Divided the spirits of men. This tells me that... Um, that just come can it just confirms um that our spirit is different than the spirits of the other races. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Continue on, brother. And strengthened the spirit 
of the spirit of the righteous in the name of his righteousness. For no angel hinders and no power is able to hinder. For he appoints a judge for them all and he judges them all before him. End of chapter. Okay, Brother Chad. Chapter 42. Wisdom found no place where she might dwell. Then a dwelling place was assigned for her in the heavens. Wisdom personification anthropomorphically presented. You say that? Mm-hmm. Wisdom is 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 put forth as a person. Yes. Yeah. Just like it no. is in just like it is in the book of Proverbs. Yes. Yeah. Continue reading. But not the Holy Spirit. Okay. Wisdom went forth to make her dwelling among the children of men. That's actually in Proverbs. Yes, it is. And Fem- found female connotations. Yes. And found no dwelling place. Wisdom returned to her place, took her seat among the angels. And righteousness went forth from her chambers, whom she sought, not she found, and dwelt with them, as rain in a desert and dew on a thirsty land. End of chapter. Now, I, it, it, that this right here, this little chapter right here would, would, to me, seems like a reproduction out of the scriptures out of Proverbs. Indeed. I don't see much difference at all, except it's more detailed in Proverbs than it is here. Yes. Okay, Brother Dave. Okay. Chapter 43, Astronomical Secrets. Verse 1, And I saw other lightnings and the stars of heaven, And I saw how he called them all by their names, and they hearkened unto him. So they have a name. Yes. Absolutely have a name. You know, I was, I don't know if you caught it, Brother Dave, you watched that video, how if you type in to the computer, to Google, what are the numbers of visible stars? In the sky, I didn't. They'll tell you that it's. They won't give you a number. They'll say that there are just as many stars in the sky as the sand of the sea, as the sand of the seashores. Interesting. Well, remember what? Remember the the uh, the threefold: the stars of heaven. Yes. The sand of the sea. Remember that. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Thought that was interesting. Go ahead, brother. Verse two, and I saw how they are weighed in a righteous balance according to their proportion of light. I saw the width of their spaces and the day of their appearing, and how their revolution produces lightning. And I saw their revolution according to the number of the angels. 
Mm, see? Yeah. According mm. to the number of the, the angels, there's stars according to their number. That's what it says. And it's interesting how the lightning comes from the stars. Well, you know, they're just now picking up on the electrical universe, or that's what they yeah. call it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, I mean, Nikola Tesla got it all along. Anybody wants to study a real smart man, find out about Nikola Tesla because Einstein himself said if anybody wanted to find uh, um, talk to a genius, they needed to contact Nikola Tesla. Even the old Jew had enough sense to realize that. <laughs> Did y'all know that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that he, Einstein actually said that? I know only because you said it before. Okay. And okay. I remember it. Okay. Yeah. Interesting, though. Very interesting. Tesla said when they figured, this is a paraphrase, that when they figure out that the, it's an electrical universe, the inventions that they produce will fill the world with horror. Something along those lines. Wow. Okay, let me continue. I saw the width of their spaces and the day of their appearing and how their revolution produces lightning. And I saw their revolution according to the number of the angels and how they keep faith with each other. Man, I wish there's some way that you could um, scientifically, real science, Prove the connection between the stars and lightning. That would yeah. be wild. Yeah, it would. Go ahead. Yep. And I asked the angel who went with me, who showed me what was hidden, what are these? And he said to me, the Lord of spirits hath showed thee their parabolic meaning. Literal, their parable. Right. These are the names of the holy who dwell on the earth, and believe in the name of the Lord of Spirits forever and ever. Whoa, 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 whoa. about the elect, isn't he? Whoa, 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 just a minute. Go to, um, Brother Chad, go to Daniel chapter 12 while I'm thinking about this here for a second. Let me read it one more time while he's going. Verse 4, and he said to me, The Lord of Spirits hath showed thee their parabolic, meaning literally their parable, these are the names of the holy who dwell on the earth and believe in the name of the Lord of spirits forever and ever. Hmm. Hmm. Dad, now, read Daniel chapter 12, verse 1 through 4. So is he saying that these angels are they that dwell? That's what it says. Yeah. That's what, yeah. Hmm. Daniel 12, 1 through 4. Daniel 12, and at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people. There shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. They that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Uh, There you go. There's your cross-reference right there. 
They that lead men to righteousness shall shine as the stars forever and ever. That's a soul winner's crown. It's connected with winning souls. It says in Proverbs, he that winneth souls is wise. How many you got on your belt? Got any on your belt? If you don't, that's sad. That's the Great Commission. That's the Great Commission. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Matthew 28. Yep, Lord. We're trying our best. Okay, uh, next chapter, Brother Chad. Also, another phenomenon I saw in regard to the lightnings, how some of the stars arise and become lightnings and cannot part with their new form. Interesting. Hmm. How the stars, some of the stars, some of the stars arise and become lightning. And cannot part with their new form. The Lord said, I saw Satan fall as lightning. Remember that? New Testament? Hmm. Saw Satan fall as lightning. Similitude. And uh, the. Lightning is like electricity as well. Mm-hmm. Here he is. I wonder about getting, I wonder um, about people that get lightning struck. Do you know how, you know how rare it is, right? Yes, it is very rare. I believe if you got lightning struck, that's one thing I can, I better be very, um, say this very carefully that's one thing I can say I've had no experience with <laughs> I've had yeah, experience with the end of a gun and everything else but not lightning thank you lord <laughs> uh, I, I, it seems like it would be it, that would be a definite sign from the lord that man I'm taking you out somebody got struck by both the lightning it, it, it says it's angels Says that's what it is. They go and change form into into lightning. Yes. Okay. Next next chapter. Okay, chapter forty five, the second parable, the lot of the apostates, the new heaven and the new earth. Verse one. I don't know. We ought to be able to get a lot from this. Yes. And this is the second parable concerning those who deny the name of the dwelling of the Holy Ones and the Lord of Spirits. And into the heaven... Wait a second. And those that deny the name of the dwelling of the Holy Ones. Those that deny the dwelling. The dwelling. Name of the dwelling. Yeah. What dwelling? Heaven? The third heaven? Or the New Jerusalem? I don't know. 
He, ne- he doesn't say the New Jerusalem. I know no, that. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. He just they deny the name of the dwelling, the dwelling right. of who, the dwelling of the holy ones and the yeah, Lord of Spirits. And the Lord of Spirits. Huh. Well, don't we dwell in Jesus? Yeah, here on earth, we're in Christ, and Christ is in us. We're baptized into Jesus Christ. We're bone of His bone and flesh of His flesh. That's what the book says. Because yeah. that's just like um, the wife is supposed to be. Like the Lord told uh, Eve, you know, Christ got this. Uh, he got the spear in the side, right? And water and blood came out. Yes. Well, where did the Lord say he took Eve from? The side, rib, side rib, rib, fifth rib. Yeah. Eve, the top of the church. Eve, top of the church, and whenever the Lord, the blood and water came out, that was type of the church blood bought and spirit baptized. That's a symbol of that. All right, continue on. I don't know about this dwell business. This dwelling, it has to, it, it, the, it has to be where Paul got caught up to in First Corinthians ten. Have to be the say. It has to be the third heaven, I guess. We'll see what Enoch, what this book says about it. If it says anything else, go ahead. Verse two: And into the heaven they shall not ascend, and on the earth they shall not come. Such shall be the lot of the sinners who have denied the name of the Lord of Spirits. Amen. Who are, who are thus preserved for the day of suffering and tribulation. Huh. Okay, I guess but then verse 2 says that the dwelling is heaven. Yeah. They shall not ascend mm-hmm. into heaven, and on earth they shall not come. I guess uh, when they when they are raised up in the millennial reign, is that what it means? Perhaps, and on the earth they shall not come. Yeah, they in Isaiah twenty eight it says they are dead; they shall not rise. Talking about a certain group. Oh of yeah, sinners. Right. Yeah, twenty six. Yeah, the Raphaim. Mm-hmm. They are dead; they shall not rise. So that's a direct that's a direct reference to Isaiah twenty six, the last few verses. Go ahead. Such shall be the lot of the sinners who have denied the name of the Lord of Spirits, who are thus preserved for the day of suffering and tribulation. On that day mine elect one shall sit on the throne of glory, and mine elect one is all cats. Yep. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And sitting on the throne of his glory. And shall try their works. And their places of rest shall be innumerable. And their souls shall grow strong within them when they see mine elect ones. And those who have called upon my glorious name. Then will I cause mine elect one to dwell among them. And I will transform the heaven and make it an eternal blessing and light. And I will transform the earth and make it a blessing. And, and I will. And, and it's, it's there, and those that call upon my glorious name. 
He came into his own, and his own received him not. But as to many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. John chapter 1. Yes. That's what it says. They believed on his name here. That's yes. what it says. Yes, it does. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Go ahead. And I will transform the heaven and make it an eternal blessing and light. And I will transform the earth and make it a blessing. And I will cause mine elect ones to dwell upon it. But the sinners and evildoers shall not set foot thereon. And here we go, these elect ones. Remember, there's more than one bunch of elect, folks. I'm telling you. Because, they're, well, I'm not going to try to make this reconcile with the Word of God because it's not in the Word of God. But our home is the New Jerusalem. That is plain in Scripture. But you've got some elect ones here that their place is on the earth. Yes. That's what it says. That's the reason I tell you. There's three tiers of salvation. There's three different saved, saved quote-unquote, groups. Most people just make it two, I said most theologians make it two groups, okay? Paul makes it three himself. They, dis, they, they, don't, they miss that. It's subtle, I know it's subtle. And it takes a lot of study and paying attention to words and not just reading through something. Paul said, give none offense to the Jew or to the Gentile nor to the church of God. That's three classes. That's three classes. That's one through three, one through three. We go through threes all the time in the Scripture. I heard somebody the other day talking about the threes in the Bible, and they had, they'd go through all, the, and they were right about everything, every one of the threes, the things that are threes, until they, but they missed it, what Paul said. Well, Thank you, Lord Jesus. I didn't miss it. He didn't say, and then on through his writing, you can see the derivation that he makes the way he writes, how he, and how he writes, and he's talk, he'll be talking to three different bunch of folks. Granted, if unless you go in looking for it, you won't see it. I never saw it till the Lord showed it to me. Okay, now I've told you, and now you can look for it as you have been doing, and you'll see it as you're reading it. It ain't. Then don't get haughty about it. Don't think that you're all that smart. Don't don't, don't get no um, high, high and mighty because you think you see something that somebody else don't. That's all I'm going to say about it. He that thinketh himself to be something, take heed lest he fall. Paul says. Right? Be humble with what knowledge you do get. And be thankful that the Lord opens your eyes to some things that he doesn't open other folks' eyes to. Okay? Continue on, brother. Verse 6. For I have provided and satisfied with peace my righteous ones, and have caused them to dwell before me. But for the sinners, there is judgment impending with me, so that I shall destroy them from the face of the earth. End of chapter. 
Brother Chad. Next chapter is 46. And there I saw one who had a head of days, and his head was white like wool. Go Daniel 7, Brother brother Dave, while he's reading this. Revelation 7? Daniel 7. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Brother Chad. And with him was another being whose countenance had the appearance of a man. And his face was full of graciousness, like one of the holy angels. That's Jesus Christ he's talking about, folks. If you think I'm wrong, I'm going to show you that I'm not wrong. Enoch's making reference to the cloud rider of Daniel 7, whom the Lord told the Pharisees, Caiaphas and what's that other stuff, Ananias, whatever his name was in Caiaphas, that's when they ripped their clothes, and when he claimed to be coming in the cloud rider of Daniel 7, they killed him, okay? Because he could, they knew Daniel 7, and that's what Brother Day's fixing to read. And you'll see, you'll see Daniel writing this vision, and he anthropomorphizes, in other words, he puts into bodily form God the Father, like it says, talking about right here, okay? The head of days, it says here. Okay, and Daniel is going to say the Ancient of Days. Now, once Brother Dave reads it, you'll see the connection. Brother Dave. Daniel chapter 7, verse 13. I saw in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds now, of heaven. Now, you need to go above, further, start higher above, and read about the Ancient of Days. Okay. Maybe below 13 instead of above. But it's there. Both God oh, and well, it's in and that God verse God. that I was reading. Okay, go in ahead. In that exact same okay, verse. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. I saw in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the Ancient of Days, and they brought him near before him. See that duopoly? See? Yes. God the Father, God the Son. God is a spirit. They must worship him in spirit and truth. No man has seen God at any time. Yet here Daniel anthropomorphizes and puts God into a, a, a one with a long flowing hair. He's the ancient of days. Behold, I said to the ancient of days, did see it. The books were open in another book. We talk, talks about God the Father. That's what Dave's going to read. It's coming up here. Go ahead, brother. Keep on reading. Yes, and there was given him dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away. That kingdom is the kingdom of God and it eventually becomes the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven. And that's given to the rider on the clouds and that's the reason Christ comes back in the clouds the next time he comes. That's the reason in Acts chapter 1 he was taken up in the clouds. It's all going to be the same. And like the angel said in Acts 1, why stand you here gazing? The same Christ you see go from, taken away from you will come back in like manner in the clouds. Paul tells you he's going to come in the clouds. He's the cloud rider of Daniel 7. 
And when Christ told them, "You'll not see me till you see me coming in the till you see me coming in the clouds, the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven," they blew their stack because they knew he was making himself equal with God. After he done said it a bunch a hundred times, uh, that's you know that's, he done said it a bunch of times. And then when he said that, though, he was referring back to what they were very familiar with, and that was this Ancient of Days and the Cloud Rider of Daniel 7. And Enoch's making reference to it right here. So that's pretty pretty tight stuff. Yes. Back to Enoch. And uh, too bad our guest ate left, but he would have learned something here that all people, nations and languages, should serve him. Chinese too. Yeah, sorry about it, guest eight. Just go back to Mister. Well, go ahead. I, I, do y'all, I, do y'all see the dilemma with what's being taught out there? How anti-scriptural it is. I'm talking to Chad and David. Yes. Wow, that's just so much anti-scripture being taught. I'm talking about who claims to be our brethren. That's why I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm directing it at them. They just rip out verses when they, they, just, they, they just try to explain them away. How can you explain away all every, every tribe, nation, and tongue? How can you make that just one group? You can't. Yes. Unless you make the Word of God out to be a lie. You can't do it. They can't accept the fact that they're just more they're special over the other two. They can't they can't make the division because they're so anti dispensational, so anti C. I. Schofield, so anti Clarence Larkin, they ain't got sense enough to realize God gives advanced revelation. They absolutely refuse to accept it because that's what their little mini popes want to tell them. Okay? Couldn't reconcile the scripture with a reconciling machine. They just skip over it or don't talk about it or rip it out and put in what they want to put. Don't believe me? Go check it out for yourself. Go ahead, brother. Okay, chapter 46. And there I saw one who had a head of days, and his head was white like wool. And with him was another being whose countenance had the appearance of a man, and his face was full of graciousness, like one of the holy angels. And I asked the angel who went with me and showed me all the hidden things concerning that son of man, who he was and whence he was, and why he went with the head of days, capitals. And he answered and said unto me, this is the Son of Man, capital, who hath righteousness, with whom dwelleth righteousness, and who revealeth all the treasures of that which is hidden, because the Lord of spirits hath chosen him, and whose lot hath the preeminent before the Lord of spirits. Colossians chapter 1, he, had the, he is the preeminent one, he has all the hidden treasures, and he's the one who reveals the treasures, the hidden treasures, and that's why the special revelation given to the Apostle Paul, you have to consider the mysteries 
revealed to the Apostle Paul that this book here has no clue about. It tells you about the one that holds the mysteries. The treasure here is. But it doesn't talk it doesn't talk about any special mysteries hidden from the foundation of the world that would precede Enoch, see. Paul tells you that what was revealed unto him was kept hidden from the foundation of the world. That's before Enoch. So Enoch would have no idea of the mysteries revealed to the Apostle Paul. Folks, that's just what the scriptures say. If you don't believe it, go read Ephesians 2 and 3 and see. If I'm making it up, that's what Paul says. Go read it, Brother Chad. Ephesians 3, starting verse 1. Okay. I'm just telling you that you, if you think you're going to you're going to put any faith and, and set your hang your faith on this book, you're messing up. Because I know, I know, you, but there'll be tendencies to be different, and you'll, you'll start putting more stock in this. This is the danger of going through a book like this. But I'm not going to let you get comfortable with it. Okay. I'm not going to let anybody that hears this get comfortable going that route. I know the way people are. Go ahead and restart verse 1, brother. Ephesians chapter 3. For this cause I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ for you, Gentiles, if ye have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me to you, word, how that by revelation he made known unto me. All right, whoa, 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 whoa. By revelation he made known unto me that special revelation given to somebody other than anybody else previously. Okay? You, you understand that simple terminology. Go ahead, brother. As I wrote afore in few words, whereby when ye read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. Whereof I was made a minister, according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me, by the effectual working of his power. Unto me, who am less than the least of all saints, is this grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. That's the, that's the treasures that it's talking about back here, okay? And how to open up them treasures was given to this one man called Saul of Tarsus. And if you don't understand his writings and you don't spend time in his epistles, you're lacking biblical knowledge and spiritual understanding that you will get nowhere else and you will be look around like a tree full of owls when you come to this program if you don't familiarize yourself with the epistles of Paul. Because ain't nobody else out there telling you that. I mean, there are there are some. I heard one the other day talking about it, but I'm just telling you, and and more than likely, you're not going to run across anybody. 
the dispensation of the grace of God given unto Paul. It wasn't given to Peter. It wasn't given to James. It wasn't given to John. It wasn't given to Andrew or Bartholomew or Matthew. No, no, it wasn't given to none of them. It was revealed to another man that was a Christian killing on a Christian killing zeal throw in jail murdering sap sucker and the Lord had to strike him down on the road to Damascus where he is on his way to arrest a bunch of Christians a chosen vessel chosen vessel of the Lord and then the Lord comes takes him away teaches him all these new mysteries, then he comes back and it breaks it breaks the news to the rest of the apostles. And they even had a big blow up and he got mad at Peter and Peter Peter messed up trying to go back to the old ways and that was not what it was about and Paul had to rebuke him to his face and Peter was always you know, that way. He finally old Peter, when he got old, give Paul a little credit and Second Peter chapter three verse fifteen and sixteen. He, but he did even he that was he was humble enough to admit that even you know it was hard. What Paul thought was hard to understand, you know, and it is. That's why it takes more study, and that's why hey, if they had a hard time back then, and you're coming in fresh now, and all you've read is the gospels. You're going to have a hard time now unless you get in it and go through them over and over and over again because the new revelations were revealed to the Apostle Paul and Enoch didn't have a clue. That's not according to me. That's according to Paul. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go ahead, brother. Just wanted to make yeah. that make that uh, clear. Very good. Yeah, very good. Because the Lord of spirits hath chosen him, and whose lot hath the preeminence before the Lord of spirits in righteousness forever. And this Son of Man, whom thou hast seen, shall raise up the kings and the mighty from their seats, and the strong from their thrones, and shall loosen the reins of the strong, and break the teeth of the sinners. And he shall put down the kings from their thrones and kingdoms, because they do not extol and praise him, nor humbly acknowledge whence the kingdom was bestowed upon them. And he shall put down the countenance of the strong, and shall fill them with shame. And darkness shall be their dwelling, and worms shall be their bed. And they shall have no hope of rising from their beds, because they do not extol the name of the Lord of Spirits. You see, this book is dangerous on another account as well. And I'll show you, I, I, somebody should have done seen it. I mean, this book seems to separate the Lord Jesus Christ from God the Father and make him a, this is more of a, puts it forth more as a Mormon type teaching. That Jesus Christ is a le- or, or a Jehovah Witness type teaching. That Christ is below God the Father. 
when he's not. He is God the Father. That's the mystery of godliness. See, another thing, undoubtedly, wasn't revealed to Enoch. He is he was separated in the sense of the theophany as the angel of the Lord. See, God is a spirit. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. Jesus Christ is the essence of God manifest in the flesh. First Corinthians, I mean, um, First Timothy 3.16. Great is the mystery of godliness, God manifest in the flesh. Show us the Father if you be the Christ. He said, I and my Father are one. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. We'll see the way it's written here and the way it was written in Daniel 7 when God is anthropomorphized with the flowing hair, the action of days. That statement, don't the way it's anthropomorphized so, so you can understand it. It's a great mystery according to 1 Timothy 3.16. Great is the mystery of God. God manifest in the flesh. How can God say from heaven, this is my son? How can he talk to himself and say, this is my son whom I am well pleased? Here you am. When Jesus Christ said, I and my father are one. You've seen me, you've seen the father. The only, the closest way you can get to being able to reconcile that the closest you can be able to understand First First Timothy three sixteen is understand that Jesus Christ is the essence of God manifest in the flesh. That's a, that's the only way I know to drop it down to where it's easy to easier to understand because it's a great mystery. Just like the church is a great mystery, there's only two great mysteries in the Word of God. One is the godliness, the triune God, God manifest in the flesh. Who could ever who 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 could ever imagine the Creator that's always been in eternity, always will be. There is no beginning, no end. How can anybody visualize that Creator having to be spanked when he was a baby? or puking on his mother. I speak reverently, God, but I'm telling you the truth. See, you have, you, you got to think about these things. Or, or crying when he got hungry. The God of the universe, the creator of all things. Jesus Christ. He got sick. He got to call it. Had to be fed. Had to be swaddled. Used the bathroom all over his head. Had to have his diaper changed. The one that died for you and me. He was a man. He suffered all like like we. He suffered all temptations like we, yet without sin. He's our kinsman redeemer. But he's God manifest in the flesh is what he is. Than the form of man, Jesus Christ. But God is a spirit, 
No man has seen God at any time. Well, Daniel said he saw him. I've just told you what that was. The anthropomorphic way of putting God into a body so you can understand that there's two different there's two different beings. Okay? But yet they're one. Which absolutely makes no sense to you and sounds like a riddle, but like there again I say great is the mystery of godliness. Just like great is the mystery of the church and the body of Christ. It's a great mystery. Great mystery. Last verse in Ephesians 5. Okay. Continue on. Okay. And they shall have no hope of rising from their beds, because they do not extol the name of the Lord of Spirits. And these are they who judge the stars of heaven and raise their hands against the Most High and tread upon the earth and dwell upon it. Whoa, 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 whoa. And these are they which judge the stars of heaven. Who's he talking about? Who are the these? The ones that have the worms as their bed. And they shall have no hope of rising from their bed because they do not extol the name of the Lord of spirits. These are they who judge the stars of heaven and raise their hands against the Most High. Yep. I bring, guess they, they bring an they, accusation. They bring yeah. they, they bring an accusation. Yeah, that's, that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Go ahead. And tread upon the earth and dwell upon it, and all their deeds manifest unrighteousness, and their power rests upon their riches, and their faith is in the gods little G, which they have made with their hands and they deny the name of the Lord of Spirits, and they persecute the houses of his congregations, and the faithful who hang upon the name of the Lord of Spirits. End of chapter. That's that's right. They hang upon the Lord of Spirits. Your hope should be built in nothing less than Jesus' blood. And righteousness. On Christ, the solid rock, you better stand, because all other ground is sinking sand. Don't ever forget that. No matter what we're studying, no matter what we're going through, no matter what books we're reading, never forget that God made him, Jesus, to be sin for us. Who knew no sin? He never sinned. But God made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we, the bride, and whosoever will, might be made the righteousness of God in him by one spirit, are we all baptized into one body, and that body being the body of Jesus Christ? Brother Chad, dismiss us in a word of prayer. Yes. Heavenly Father, we give you all the thanks and all the glory for everything that we have today, Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you for 
blood of your precious son coming here and being that sin for us and for all time from beginning to end Alpha and the Omega the beginning and the end Lord we thank you for putting it all into him putting him on the cross and taking your wrath out on him which we deserve which we rightfully should have we thank you for giving him to us for our salvation beautiful that we might believe and have faith in him lord and have faith in your word lord that as christ hung his body on his cross lord we hang our body on your word as it's established in heaven lord thank you so much for your precious word yes lord promises prophecies that they're all true can't be moved lord that every jot and tittle shall be fulfilled heaven and earth shall pass but your word shall not pass amen Amen. and that when we leave this vile body you'll give us a glorified one Lord that we will be with you to serve and to reign and to be your servants for all of eternity Lord with new body new mind no remembrance of the sin that we have in us now Lord And of that sin that we have, Lord, we commit that to you, Lord. We plead your blood, the blood of Jesus. We plead your blood, Lord, to cleanse us, make us white, pure as snow. Absolutely, yes, Lord. That we be refreshed. And we commune with you tonight in fellowship and turn our sins to you, Lord. We ask that you refresh us and renew our minds. That when we wake up tomorrow, Lord, we... We have a renewed strength. We have a we feel more strong tomorrow than we've ever felt in our entire lives, Lord. That the Holy Spirit that dwell in us, that you provide us with knowledge, understanding of that knowledge, and the use of that understanding that we may be able to have wisdom according to your will not our own that we not speak out of turn or too abruptly but we take things to you Lord in prayer so often we forget to take things to you in prayer Lord before we act and we end up getting egg on our face or a foot in our mouth Lord Lord. and that's sometimes we just want to do do your will Lord without Asking you what that will is, Lord. We just ask that you give us that sort of patience and wisdom, Lord, to go to you first and foremost, because you are the creator of all things, King of kings and the Lord of lords. By you all things consist. It was not a thing made without you, Lord, invisible and visible. Thank you for your precious blood. Do a great work in us, Lord. Yes, Lord. 
And uh, we love you. Even so come, Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 For though our outward man perish, the inward man is renewed day by day. Oh, yes. For these light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight in glory, while we look not at the things which are seen, but on the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Okay, folks. This um, Sunday night, Brother Dave is going to be speaking to y'all. I, these guys, it's been a while since I had them speak. So Sunday night, Brother Dave's going to be speaking. And Monday, Brother Chad's going to be speaking. So Lord willing and health permitting, we'll be back um, Sunday night with Brother Chad. And then Monday night, I mean with Brother Dave, Sunday Sunday night. And Monday night will be Brother Chad. Uh, we'll let's see what's been burdening them and been on their hearts, according to the Word of God. Okay, Brother Dave? Yes, contact information for Don Spears Ministries. The telephone number is 334-397-2333. Pastor Don's email address is respecttothelord at yahoo.com. That email address is also Pastor Don's PayPal account. And you can go to PayPal, and once you're registered with them, you can enter respect to the Lord at yahoo.com. And Don Spears' name will come up, and you can make an offering to this ministry and to the Lord Jesus Christ. Pastor Don's mailing address is 3155. Louisville Street, apartment D1, Clio, Alabama, zip code 36017. Thanks for listening, everyone. No, and before we get out of here, Brother Joe said to tell you laddies hello. He sent me uh, a a picture of him this week, sent me a nice little card, and uh, (laughs) he sent me a picture of himself, and he's sitting there holding a rebel flag, and he says, this is one of them Dukes of Hazard flags. <laughs> <laughs> brother Joe, yeah. that's a rebel flag, brother. <laughs> <I don't know>. Amen. <laughs> he called it a Dukes of Hazard flag. It tickled me to death. Anyway, yeah, I got a picture of him now. It's a blessing. Anyway, Amen. God's grace go with each and every one of you folks, and um, Lord willing, help from it, and we'll be back Sunday night. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.